Alright troops, this is episode 67. Is it 67 isn't it? It is. Never mind. It is, yeah. Welcome. Welcome one and all to episode 67. And uh, I'm afraid I've not got any real good news for you. Unless you <laughs> class that overtime, overtime loss point down to Nottingham as good news. But apart from that, sadly it's more, more of the same. Uh, I was, <laughs> sorry I think. I thought you were done. No, I, I kinda was, but then I decided I needed another word on it. Right. Well Yeah, it's not it's not good news really. Um would be different if you were a if you were a Fife fan. Um Oh no I wouldn't, sorry. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should just do that. We should just start talking about Fife more often. <laughs> Talk about how bad they are. To mask how bad we are. Yeah, exactly. Well, take a lot of masking. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, two minutes for masking. <laughs> You've changed. We're going to change everything. You'll find us on <laughs> at two minutes for masking. <laughs> um, but no, so we've got another, uh, we've another three games since last week, um, and uh, and it doesn't get any easier going forward either. So. Uh, we'll cover that and a bit about uh, Haywood testimonial as well. Um, a couple of other questions I'd written down. And but first, I, I'd like to just say that obviously we can take the credit for announcing the Johnson signing before it happened. <laughs> so you you literally heard it here first. You did, and uh, well, he's he's already scored so. You can't say we're not good to you. But apart from no. that, we are bringing you mainly misery week to week, so... Uh, exactly. Got to throw some positives in there. Yeah. Well, let's start with a huge negative. <laughs> <laughs> and Despite was, what I've said. Yes. Let's start with a negative. 15th of January, so exactly a week ago was the first leg of the Challenge Cup at home to Sheffield. Um, and, I mean, the only good thing I'd say to come from this game was that the third period actually came to an end at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in, yeah. in all seriousness, uh, it was quite tight after the first two. And uh, it seems like third period issues haunt us again where we conceded four goals to lose five one overall in the first leg. Yeah, there's a kinda there's a running theme, um I think you'll you'll probably find in this podcast, um, of a particular period where the clan just completely let themselves down and um you know, it's it's uh, open season in the back. Just ship, shipping loads of goals. Um, open net season. Open net season, uh, yeah. Um, four in that, in that third period and, you know, really it could have been more than that as well. Back to our usual uh, live on TV ways, I would say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, I mean, I, I was at that game and I thought, I'll go because tickets are only a tenner and... I still felt like I was short chance to be <laughs> So, um, I mean the, I didn't see all of it uh, at the time, but certainly the, the third period. I mean, Valeran to, uh, is a, a proven goal scorer in the league, and he's he's having a great season again. He opened the score in twenty three minutes, and we we equalised soon after with Lidhammer quite a nice goal. Um, and it was it was tight throughout that period, but then the, the start of the third, uh, Tanner Eberle scored twice. One of which was was that the goal that went through the net. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean from where I was sitting, it looked as if the puck definitely hit the net. Um, I don't think the light went off, and um, I'm sure they went to review it as well. But um, it was a goal. Goal given, obviously, but it was from where I was sitting, it looked like a goal. 
Yeah, I mean, there was no debate about it when you saw the replay because the angle the shot came in, the net right. moves, so it was impossible for it to, it to have been anything else. Um, Everly scores again, then Armstrong and finished off by Lucas Sandstrom. Uh, and I think capitulation is probably a good word for it, but it leaves us completely, I would say, out of the tie that we were playing now. If I'm being honest, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, doesn't help as well that three out of your five fit D men took penalties in the space of fifty-five seconds. In that period as well, Matt Stanish got called for holding. Uh, Travis Gerhardt got called for a delay game penalty when he <clears throat> tried clearly pucking it, hit the net down the other side, and then Lyndon Springer gets called for a, a poor slashing penalty as well. So, you know, all in all, it's backs against the wall at that point as well um, although I have to say we did we did manage to kill those penalties but it wasn't long after that before Sheffield scored again Yeah because it was the Earhart one was a bit unfortunate I suppose because he's, he's shooting it straight it's not as if he's, he's put it out but yeah. you, you don't see that too often um, and yeah there was that long period of 5 on 3 wasn't there and then uh Eventually, eventually Sheffield get that goal, and then from that point, uh, Armstrong, I think his was just a sort of tap in at the back post. Yeah. Uh, and Sandstrom's goal, I have to say, I don't remember that one, but uh, even still, I think even at four one, I'd have I'd have felt as though we're out of it, but five five for me, and it's just totally over. Yeah, it's, it's, it's game dead, really, at that point. Um, you know, even if we'd have kept it to maybe three, yeah, or even four one, but the way we're playing now, um, I don't think we're, we're not scoring enough goals recently and we're not keeping them out at the other end as well. So, um, same as last season, out of the semi finals, but <laughs> yeah, another, another decent run, I guess. Yeah, it is a decent run. It's just a shame for it to to be ended in that way as such. Um, assuming assuming that Sheffield do get a few more goals and I don't know if it finishes 8-4 or 8-5 or something. It's, it's, uh, it's not great. Yeah, I mean, positive getting to the semis, but we need to reach reach a final at some point. Yeah. No, no, that's... that's the kind of disappointing thing and with the second leg down in Sheffield as well and just the way that we were able to go out and score for that minimum of four goals a game uh, on any given night is it's going to be a backs against the wall task and you know that for me it, it just it just says that the, the ties the tie was over after that after that game yeah, and um, Sheffield lost Anthony De Luca during that game to an injury collided with the boards. Um, mm. I don't think he's he's played since. Um, and also, the the next game for us, Jordan McLaughlin got the start ahead of Patrick Colleen. Now, I don't know if that was the result of something that happened in the Sheffield game, or was it just a, a coaching decision? Did, did you notice anything happen to Colleen? Uh, no, not not that I was aware of. Um, it could potentially have been carrying um, an injury of some kind, but um, maybe it was when he was diving for those penalties at the Thistle game. <laughs> could, could have been. He thought he could play through a game against Sheffield, but <laughs> turns out you can't do that. Um, no. So, if McLaughlin got the start down in Nottingham, and actually I think this will probably be the most positivity you'll hear in in the hour from us. Um, we took it to overtime, unfortunately losing with a, a power play goal uh, after, I believe it was Lyndon Springer, who's, you know, we've, we've praised him at times, but I think he's also been giving away a couple of ill-timed penalties. This time it was a 2 plus 2 for high sticks. And uh, Nottingham scored in the overtime on that man advantage. So, to I suppose to 
to get that point with your backup netminder. You could say um, that there's there's something to, to be admired in that. Um, but overall it's it's another it's another defeat. Um, and I don't know, I, I just can't help but feel that if we'd have won that you maybe think there's there's something that we could get something going, but again, found another way to lose and and it's not helping our standings position. No. Um the rest of the teams are slowly pulling away and you know, we're having to look over our shoulder now at Dundee and Manchester. Um they're both playing quite well just now. Um so you know they'll they'll have us in, in their sights as well. Um, so I mean, I'll make for an, an interesting couple of weeks coming up. So we've um, obviously got both of those teams coming up, so um, that'll be good. But in terms of this game, it was just yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's difficult. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult one to take. You know, you take take the game into overtime, and yeah, it, I mean, as, as you say as well, Springer taking that penalty is just essentially sort of killed the game off um, when it comes to overtime and you know really our best hope at that point was to try and hold out um, and take it to penalty shots but wasn't meant to be and you know not Nottingham have been um, pretty good recently as well so <clears throat> I guess you know there are positives there to take and I'm sure Fitzy will be saying that to the to the players but um, you know I, I, in the end it's another loss and it's not going to do the team any any good confidence wise. No, it was it was a relatively low um, shot count as well in the night. I think McLaughlin, judging by this game sheet, only faced fifteen shots, <coughs> only made fifteen saves, um, and Kevin Carr only made ten. Which, you know that that seems That's... that seems insanely low, but. That's like one period. It might, it might well have been the case. I'm not sure. But anyway, that it'll it'll help him. I think certainly knowing that he can go in. And I remember when we played against Edinburgh. Uh, a, a couple of seasons ago it was, and um, McLaughlin played played in goals for quite a spell. But I think he was sharing the duty with Bess Grolani at the time. Or when he was injured, and McLaughlin yeah. was quite impressive. Um, albeit he's not faced a, a ton of shots there, he's still he's still done well. So, I guess in a sense, you know that he can do a job as long as the defence in front of him does okay. And only conceding three for us is is worryingly <laughs> impressive. Yeah, it's bad that we're saying that that's that's good, but um, that's the reality. But then you. You know, was it eighteen shots on goal? Uh, Nottingham had to glance twelve. So, I mean, I mean, by all accounts, it was a it was a pretty poor game. Yeah. Uh, just you know, sort of looking at that as so, well. Uh, not ideal. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got to remember as well that John McLaughlin was only seventeen, eighteen during that season. Edinburgh as well. So you know, there was a lot. of a lot of pressure, I guess you could say, um, for you know being so young as well. So, uh, and you know he's not really played a great deal since then. So for him to come back in and um, to kind of do as well as he is, then uh, you know that's that's good for us, and hopefully we'll continue going forward. Yeah, and uh, going forward, we went into. Nice. Saturday, and it was a home game against Belfast. And uh, as you can, as you can probably tell, it was indeed another defeat this time. Five two. Uh, positives from this one. Marcus Beth, Johnson. Yeah, Marcus uh, Johnson getting his goal first goal. Becca getting any goal. Um. <laughs> A power play, believe it or not, but we did did concede two power play goals, um, and you know Belfast, 
albeit they are inconsistent at the best of times, they've they've certainly got the the upper hand on us, and uh, you know that that's a couple of times where maybe the game's been you could say there for the taking in a sense, but uh, a small period of awful hockey of loss of concentration, whatever you want to call it, has meant the game's totally out of our our grasp. I mean, they they scored in just before eleven minutes, uh, and then at the start of the the second period, you know, it was one 0 going into the second, but they scored four four goals within. I mean, how long's that? Less than two minutes. So five 0 by the time uh, Johnson gets his goal, and again, what what can you do when you're you're five 0 down? I mean, I, I don't know what. Fitzy said, or what's what's been done, but how how can it get this this poor so quickly? I just don't understand that you like you wait till you're five 0 down before you. It's almost as if like the pressure's off at that point. I know, and then we, from all accounts, we start playing, and uh, are the better team in the, in the third and maybe even the second half of the second period, but. I mean, it's it's too little, too late. You can't be giving teams goals of a start. Never mind five. Um, you know, yeah. jo- Jordan McLaughlin get the start again, but I think the expression "hung out to dry" comes to mind with a lot of those goals. And uh, oh, for sure, yeah. You know what? You can't expect even a, a top goalie to do much of it. Some of them, when the defence in front of them's just falling apart and. You know, I, I don't know what it is that needs to be done, but something does. Yeah, um, it's difficult to sort of pinpoint what what exactly is going wrong. I think Fitzy had said in his post-match interview that they had that, that team meeting, which is, you know, something that you hear quite a lot for uh, teams that are in trouble and, you know, try to work things out and why is it going wrong and how can we rectify it, but um, I mean to go to go five 0 down and and to concede, uh, you know those four goals in that second period again, just over a hundred seconds, we've conceded four goals. Yeah, uh, that is just that's amateur stuff. I mean, well, what what else can you actually say? It's just amateurish. I know. I think the thing, the 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 team meeting thing, um. For me, the the team meeting should have been should have been happening firstly, I would say on the ice. About months ago. On the well, yeah then, but also on the ice when you concede two quick fire goals like that. I think I'd be I don't know if a timeout was taken, but that'd be the first thing. Taking a stop the momentum. But the team meeting should happen after all of these defeats, I think. Um you know, it's it's almost like it's been left too late in a sense. Uh, but yeah. you can't. We're, we're not going to change. We're not going to change a whole team, and it's getting to the stage where we won't be able to bring in other guys as well. So it's got to be a case of, you know, guys have to just step up, or. You know, you can't just say, right, we're not, you're not going to play, because then we'd end up with only about five, five players of the ones that have been half decent. Yeah, I think, well, uh, the other sort of disappointment as well is that, I think for that first period, Belfast had taken so many penalties that yeah. we were on the power play for a good 75% of that period. Yeah, that's... Probably. So that's, you know, to not create anything really in, in that time is uh, is shocking that's that's another good point to note um, our special teams I'll in fact I'll fire them up but see what the well, stats I mean, I've are get, I've got some right. I've, you've got them in a sec but just, just in general before we go into that then yep. it's just that's dire I mean you look at you look at the penalties Farnham as well getting a a two plus ten for a check to the head, um, and then yeah, just a 
a whole other host of penalties. You've got to take those chances, and I get it that there's not no confidence, but with that much that much time on the special teams, it's just not good enough. Um, and I think whether it's the players or the coach, everyone does have to have to take a look at themselves and and sort it out because looking at the. The standings now, as we've we touched on, we're two points ahead of Manchester, having played the same number of games. Dundee are four points behind, and okay, they've played two games more, but that's that's only a couple of wins. And then between ourselves and Guildford, there's five points, and they've got two games in hand on us. So that could potentially be um, nine points of a gap between 6th and 7th and then we're facing the way it looks we're facing one of Sheffield or Cardiff in the playoffs if we even get there and you, you're basically giving yourself no chance yeah and I mean that's that's essentially it you know, <laughs> you know your, your aim is to finish 6th or above really um, but we're in the position we're in now and um, you know we've got a real battle ahead and a, a, you know some will say that the the fixtures kind of ease up, but they don't really. Although we don't have to play Sheffield again in the league, um, which is something I think we've got one game left against Cardiff. So you know that is something to bear in mind. But also teams like Manchester and Dundee that we've still to play a, a good few times uh, are in this push for the playoffs now. So yeah. um, it's not going to ease up any. No. Right, so hit me with your stats. Right, stats, here we go. And it's not good. Um, before before we look ahead, obviously, I'd prefer to know the stats. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this and then just sort of get out, out of the road and we'll move on. Yeah. yeah. So re- regulation wins for Clan, 8th in the league, 11 from 35, which is roughly just over 30%. Um, goals for we're sitting mid table with 112 so that's good but also I feel like that's kind of stalled recently yeah it's slightly surprising I would say that's probably skewed from our our early season form Um, I think if I was to guess the trend for that would be downwards as opposed to up yeah I would say so I would definitely say so Uh, Goals against, as you probably know, second worst in the league with 136. Um, power play, interestingly, we are, again, sort of mid-table, we're sixth with 17.45%, which... That, that to me, says that a lot of teams have been struggling on, yeah. on power plays then. That kind of surprised me, surprises me a bit. Um are, are, what's the top Cardiff or is somebody else overtaking power play uh, not Cardiff it is Cardiff right. and what are they what are they at low 20s or mid 20 I, I think it was 23 I don't know I don't right. have okay yeah I don't have it in front of me but yeah, yeah but roughly so, about that so that's I mean certainly that game against Belfast wouldn't have helped our stats but that's something that at least if you know if we were struggling and five against five, then if we at least had had a couple of special teams then we'd we'd move out steal a few more points, but we're not even getting that. No. Um that's kinda as good as it gets really but well for special teams anyway, penalty kill. Um we are dead last seventy three point six eight percent. Um and only Fife and Coventry are the only other teams that are under 80% on the penalty kill. Yeah. So we are, we are quite far below 80%. That is not good, <laughs> obviously. No. I mean, um, more more than more than one in four we're conceding. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh-huh. yeah. and with our, our disciplinary record out of interest... <laughs> Do you know what that is? Where we're playing? I, do, I was going to hit you with that. Um, yeah, okay. Penalty minutes per game. We are the worst in the league with fourteen point six nine. 
Yeah, I mean, what what's that all about? I mean, it's just that is dire. Where's that come from? I think they mentioned it maybe a couple of weeks ago. That I'm sure we in the first first period, uh, the first uh, few months, a couple of months for sure, we were doing well. Our our penalties, I think, were nowhere near that. Um, and you know, no. okay, teams. Teams maybe weren't taking their chances as much. Uh, Colleen was probably totally on top of his game as well. But when those things start to turn, you can't be taking an average of seven minor penalties a game. No, it's, it's unacceptable. I know that's yeah. not how it averages out because it's, no. it's not quite like that. But just for talking's sake. Yeah. No, I know. It's... Um... Obviously not, not not good reading, but um, goals against average. Uh, we're now ninth in the league with three point eight nine, so close to four, close to averaging four goals a game against, um, and that's only point zero three away from Dundee, who are the worst in the league. So essentially, joint worst <laughs> um, for goals against as well. So what you're telling me is Friday is going to be a huge, a huge <laughs> damp squib, and it's going to finish nothing each and go to penalty shot. Uh, well do. We'll both be at that game. Indeed, yeah. First away um, game of the season. Not, not looking forward to that. No, no. Uh, is are you get you get any more stats before we come on to that? Uh, shot. Shot average per game, not last in the league as well. Right. What by by a, a good bit or? Um, well, our average is less than twenty nine shots per game, and Nottingham's the only other team that's under thirty shots. Right. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, it's not good reading, and obviously, you can see oh. I'm sure it'll turn and I hope it gets better and all that, but you just can't see it at the moment. Um and going into going into the weekend. Three games um that I would I would be confident enough to say at the start of the season I would have fancied us to get six points, but now I think we'll be lucky to get two. <laughs> Nah, I think I think we'll get four points. I think we'll beat Dundee and we'll beat Fife. Right, that's we'll lose to Belfast and Belfast. That's interesting. So Friday, Friday we were we're away at Dundee. Saturday we're away at Belfast, and Sunday we're back home again against Fife, which you know they've I think they've lost ten in a row. We must be getting. Probably not. We beat, Co- we, we beat Coventry, we beat Coventry so so we're not on a huge losing streak. But form wise, we're not that much ahead of them. Uh, Remember that good win streak we were on? I do. It was incredible. That was this season. Believe it or not, it was. We were actually top of the league as well. Incredible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dundee on Friday, I'm not confident that we're getting anything from that. I'll be honest. The way Dundee are playing, uh, okay, we we have managed to to beat them. I know they sort of had a bit of a a, a good spell against us at the start of the year and we, we managed to break that. But I just think the way we've been playing and the way that they play at home, I think we're struggling to get anything from that. I'm sorry, but I do. And it's on TV. <laughs> and it's on TV, yeah. No, we sh- right. we yeah. shouldn't be. We should be absolutely competing there and we should be getting two points. But yeah. I just I just have a horrible feeling about it. No, no, I agree to an extent. Um, you know, I'm still missing Matthew Wah as well. I think he's going to go out for another good while yet. So Yeah, a hand, a hand injury, I think. Certainly, yeah. a couple of months, which is basically okay. the season, really. I think. Yeah, essentially. So I mean, you're going to have to play without him anyway, and 
Um, you know, arguably that was he was our best forward uh, so far. So it's not looking good, but you're looking for other guys to step up and you know, Becca getting a goal, um, Chad Rowe getting a goal as well. Which you know, Rowe's been Rowe has been good for us, but I would like to see more goal production. Um, yeah, I think we expected more, but he's he's been all right. You know, he's not he's not yeah, fallen mean, totally flat. I think we probably everyone expected more. But he's he's done fine, I would say, uh, given that it's a it's a struggling team. Um, he's done okay. Yeah, I think generally I'm usually impressed with him. Um, you know, just sometimes it doesn't doesn't work out the way you want it to, and um, you know, even a guy with the CV that he's got, and, you know, it can happen sometimes when you move when you move country as well. Um, but again, you're just sort of making excuses really, and everybody's in the same boat. But uh, anyway, back back to this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nah, I'll, I'll take Clint to it. And I think it will be tight, but right. we need to start winning. Somewhere. Yeah, we do. Um, we'll see what what's happening with Colleen if he's if he's going to be playing. Um, yeah, I would point. I would still take want him and goals over McLaughlin. Obviously, no disrespect. Um, we we need a good game from the top guys who haven't been performing really. I think a lot has fallen on Laporte and Biero. Have been a highlight for me. Uh, in in amongst some some poor performances elsewhere, I think those two have have been impressive. Um, but you know, since Dundee made those changes, uh, they've been in most games, even the games that they lost. Uh, I think they Riley O'Connor get injured in the first fifteen seconds or something against Coventry, so they're down to. Uh, and then they maybe lost somebody else. I think they were down to four defencemen for that game against Cardiff. So I mean that makes it even more impressive. And they're always they've got that speed at home and the way they play. I, I'm worried. I'll be honest. As I've said, I don't want to bore people, but I'm worried. Uh, but we need to. We just need to. These are all must-win games now. Yeah, and I mean, it's you know, it's valid points that you're making. Um. You know, logic would suggest that Dundee will will go and win that, but <laughs> but we do we do need to kind of we do need to step up now. Yeah, agreed. Um, then we're we're away to Belfast, so um, a fair trip there. I would expect we'll maybe go straight from Dundee. Might be wrong. Don't know. Uh, but the way we played against them last time. Um, you know they're still looking to stay in the, the hunt for the league. Uh, this is it's an even harder game than Dundee, I think, and and I'm not giving <laughs> I'm not giving as much of a chance to get anything there either. No, um, no, I don't I don't see us getting anything. I don't expect us to get anything there either. Um, I don't think we need to discuss it really anymore. No, because uh, I don't I don't see any scenario where we come out of that with two points no um, and then Sunday the saviour almost that is Fife um, <laughs> you know every time we play Fife it worries me because I know we've done well against them and I know they've lost 10 in a row but they'll always compete um, yeah. and if if we're not beaten Depending how the other two games have gone, you know, if we've not got anything out of Dundee or Belfast, if we don't beat Fife, then I think it's it's almost fatal. Yeah, I think it's potential for for our season. Yeah. Okay, yeah. points wise, we could still claw it back, but I mean, what that would do for the confidence if we lost to Fife, or pretty much the only team that I feel we could we'd go in as favourites against at the moment. Um, Especially at home, then it's just it's got to it's got to be two points. Yeah, no, definitely it has to be. Um, 
But again, they'll they'll look at that game and think, you know, that's maybe where we could turn our season round. So <laughs> I know. Uh, it will be one of those one of those games. Um, I don't I don't think I'll be going to that one. Um, so we'll be relying on highlights and, and following on Twitter as usual. But um, that is a must win game for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so just looking back then at, at the other results we had, I have to mention this. Obviously, we had our power picks, and being four one down, I think I was. Yeah. Needed some points, and thankfully, finally, finally got them. Dundee coming up trumps with a five two win over Cardiff. Uh, but unfortunately, stumbling at Coventry, so you don't get the two there. So I make that four three. To moment. be fair, I mean, your power pick was more ballsy than mine, so... It was, but they're still both only worth two points. That's true. Um, and to be as well, to be fair, Dundee had come back from 4-1 down, maybe, was it? At one mm. point to, to tie it at four each. Excuse my phone in the background there. <laughs> um, to, to tie it at four each. And then, then did go on to lose, but, uh, you know that could have been two points for you there, and yeah, that they cancelled out mine. But thankfully, I'm back in it. It's a one point, a one point table now. That's so, it. Um, we'll Ultimate see what happens this week. Um, other notable results from last weekend. Um. Coventry, you know, they, they're kind of continuing on, I, I was going to say under the radar, and they're not, they're not really under the radar, but they've, they've had a pretty good season, I would say, so far, I mean, sitting in fifth, fifth place yeah. for them is, is very impressive, we know what they can do, and they went in another four-point weekend there, um, winning in Guildford is something that We'll never know how to do so. Fair play to that, <laughs> to them for that, uh, and then beating Dundee's. We've said so. They, they're looking like the best of the rest at the moment. I would say. Yeah, I mean that's that is a good weekend for them. Uh, you know, get recent seasons, Coventry have been uh, quite poor. You know, sad. I think I've finished up off seventh in the last three seasons. Um. So you know they're, they're going well this year. Uh, you know this potentially could have been Danny Stewart's last last chance to to kind of do something. So um, from that point of view, you know he's he's got the team uh, playing really well and they're all working hard for each other. And, uh, four point weekend there, so um, we'll see if that continues. But definitely going strong just now. Yeah. Um, Manchester. Only, only the one game the weekend there five two win over five so they're still definitely, definitely in contention for the playoff places. They're sitting in, in the last one at the moment. So, uh, between ourselves, then Dundee, Manchester, and sad to say, but Fife are still technically in it. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be close. I think all the way. Unfortunately, um. So winning the games on Friday and Sunday are crucial. Um, Sheffield as well continue on and with Cardiff dropping points firstly to Sheffield and then in Dundee in you know, a zero point weekend for them. Sheffield now seven points clear at the top having played more games but they're just winning all the time. And they're not really slipping up, so I think for them, they are genuinely. I would say at the moment, I would have them favourites. Yeah, I think so. Um, just, just ahead of Cardiff, because Cardiff have have not got any runs going yet. No, um, Sheffield at the start of the season were a bit hot and cold, but they, you know, due to the nature of the fixtures, they've um, kind of almost raced ahead. Uh, you know they've always kind of been three or four games in hand over 
uh, other teams around that area of the league. So, and it's always good. It's always better to have um, the points in the bag, sort of thing. I think so, definitely. Yeah. As well, I think that's a big advantage as well. So, um, no, I mean, fair play to Sheffield. They're playing really well now. You know, as I say, scoring four or five goals every game is, uh, you know, nine times out of ten you're going to get the win there. Yeah. Okay, so on to on to the predictions then for this upcoming week. We'll include we'll include the clan games in it because of course you can you can use the clan as a power pick if required. Right. So first, firstly, Dundee against clan. Yeah, it's clan. Clan for me, no one. Right. I'm continuing my negative tradition. Dundee. Good. Uh, <laughs> it feels terrible saying it, but I'm going, I'm going with my 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 gut. Saturday, uh, Sheffield at home in Manchester. Manchester, and this is my power pick. Oh, you're kidding. I'm not. Okay, I like that. I like the boldness, but it's absolutely not happening. Sheffield are winning that. Uh, Nottingham against Guildford. Nottingham for me. Uh, yep, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Belfast against Clan. Please. Belfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not even going to waste a power pick there. <laughs> Fife against Cardiff. I mean, this is perfect potential, but it's, it is. <laughs> it's waving at me. It's screaming at me, actually. I, I can't see anything other than a Cardiff one. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be real enough to last week. I know they will. Andrew Lord's interview was quite funny. I think he said it was described the performance as sickening the way they started against Dundee, which was a good word. But I'm going to come back to that one because I might use it. Sunday, clan against Fife. I think we'll win that, but I think, again, it'll be, it'll be tight and we're going to need to battle. Yeah, we are going to win that. We are. Me too. I agree. Um, Manchester against Dundee. No, this, no, this one could go either way. This is a, it's a big, a big game, that. Yeah, this is a doozy, as they say in the states. Um, I'll go. Let's say Dundee for that one. Oh really? Yeah. Ah. I'm going purely on the basis that Manchester are playing on the Saturday and Dundee on. Mm, okay. They get that day's rest. I'm going Manchester. Fair enough. Uh, Coventry, Sheffield. Mm, Coventry, I've been playing well, but Sheffield's for me. Mm-hmm. Agreed again. Guildford, Belfast. I'm going to pick Belfast. Um, I don't know why, but I've just got a feeling that Belfast are going to go there. And yeah, I don't. Run. I don't even think that's. I don't think that's controversial. I was going to say the same. More yeah. similar. I mean, Guildford have um, they've struggled. They have um, they've not been as impressive as as last year. It would have been hard to do that. I get that, but some games that you know I'd fancy them to to win. They've been they've been losing, so not quite found it yet. Uh, so I'm going Belfast again, and finally Cardiff Nottingham. Uh, Cardiff for me. No. I think Cardiff are going to bounce back there with a win against Nottingham. And I say bounce back because they're going to lose on Saturday at Fife. Please. I'm going to have to pick it. I've got to pick it. Right. Um, I mean, I said the same thing last week. Yeah. So. I'm going to pick and, that. And Fife at home, so anything can go. Right, so you've gone with uh, Manchester at Sheffield. I am indeed. And I've gone for uh, Fife v Cardiff. So we'll see what happens. I think next recording we'll be sitting here and I'll be I'll be five four up in the predictions <laughs> table. But we'll see. Um, I'm full of confidence with that. Right. Uh, Right, elsewhere, 
Matt Haywood testimonial coming up. Uh, they released, or it was announced, the format for it. Yeah. I think it was the first thing that I saw. Um, and I quite liked the idea of the skills competition period two. So period one and three, as normal, all-stars v current clan team. Now, in, in period two, skills competition. I'm hoping that in between, you know, that for part of period one and three, they kind of change the teams up a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously it's, obviously it's not going to be played at normal pace and stuff, but it'd be right. good to see, see a bit of a mix. But a, a skills competition, that's interesting. That'll be good fun. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see uh, who, can, who comes out on top in that one. Yeah, I think maybe some of the guys in the, the All-Star team in their peak could have been classed as favourites for that. But yeah. now, potentially could be a bit embarrassing. I would like to think uh, guys like Pitt, Becca and Rowe will be favourites for the skills competition. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't I mean, I, I think most of these guys will have kept, you know, keep themselves in shape and uh, you know <laughs> I, I don't think so. what's that I'm not sure well maybe not but well guys like Keith yeah I mean is he not in the fire service I think he will be yeah yeah um, Alex Levitt really skillful player so oh yeah of course yeah I don't think Levitt will be in game shape let's just say maybe you maybe know, not but you know, if you see anything Scott Pasquale then. Yeah, I suppose he might have been training, you're right. <laughs> might come back even more even more hungry. Uh, but no, I will live at Pit Fight, that that'll be funny. Um and then yeah. also that they're I believe they just recently announced that they would be auctioning the the jerseys. I don't know where the auction yep. money goes towards. Um but they're going to be they're going to review the jerseys as well. I hope I hope they're nice. Yeah, let's hope so. I'd be interested to see what kind of concept they come up with. Um, mm. But as long as they're half decent, then they've got a chance of chance of selling them. And the other thing in their favour is that it's not a proper game before it. So guys like yourself who were maybe going to stay and got put off by a bad performance. <laughs> wouldn't really have that excuse because I'd like to think you've been entertained for the past couple of hours before it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd like to stay for the auction for that one. I think spend thousands of pounds on a Matt Keith top. <laughs> Worth it. Only to get only to find somebody else comes in with a, a late telephone bid. <laughs> be, I, I think those jerseys will go for a lot of money. Especially yeah, guys, well, like, guys like Keith. Yeah. Uh, might be setting new auction records there. But definitely look forward to it. So that was what, two weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks yesterday. Two weeks yesterday, yeah, you're right. Look forward to that. I think we'd kind of said before that that might be the highlight of the second half of the season and it's really looking like that. <laughs> um, it really yeah. is. As as sad as that as sad as that sounds, it might be the highlight, and it yeah. kind of puts a bit of a dampener on it. And by you know because it's Haywood's captain's first captaincy year, and the team is not doing so well. But I I think that will be forgotten for them. Yeah, um, I think so. I think so. Um, anyway, to see obviously, but it's shaping up to be a good a good night anyway. Yeah, especially if we go, in, go into that with a few wins. If it's just defeat <laughs> after defeat, then uh, I was going to say then not many people will turn up, but they sold the tickets so long ago that I think it's going to be it's going to be a great a great turnout. I'd like to think people maybe that even if they're raging at the team and whatever, they still still come and support the game in Haywood and whatever. I would anyway, or will be. Oh, certainly, yeah. So yeah. I think that's that's more what what it's about, regardless of 
other issues that are going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, without a doubt, yeah. Um, that's uh, that's the note that I was going to finish it on. Uh, a fairly positive note, um, yeah, but filled with anxiety going into these these three games. Uh, never right. mind, never mind having such bad form. But a three-game weekend is just—it's pretty worrying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a lot, um, given how sort of laboured the, the team have looked recently. But um, got to make the most of it. This is the the business end of the season. Is how many season. how many games are left out of interest? I don't really. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen. I mean, sixteen after this weekend. So get it done. Sort it out. Clan, do just realised it takes. Just realised as well. Um, it's our Twitter anniversary. Is it? It is. Happy anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. happy anniversary. I've got a card. I need do to you? send it. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an anniversary card. I actually didn't. I'll make we'll get that tweeted out and anybody that's wishing us a happy anniversary then obviously thanks and send us your thoughts about how to fix this absolute shambles that is the 2019-20 season at the moment because I certainly don't know No, we're all out of ideas so send us yours Exactly, and on that note I keep saying hoping for more positive news next week and it never happens. So I'm changing. I'm going to say hope you all have a shite week. <laughs> uh, and maybe this time when we come back it'll be it'll be all rosy. Yeah. <laughs> just got me there. That was good. And I'm not I'm not even going to say thanks for turning up because something's oh. got to change and maybe maybe it's this podcast. <laughs> I'm only joking. Thanks for turning up. I will enjoy that. Right, happy anniversary to us. Happy week to everybody listening, and happy six points to Clan. <laughs> That's wishful thinking. It is. But we'll see. We will. So, speak to you next time, folks. Have a good one. Joking, have a shite one. All the, all the best.